If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. Yes or no, Ron? Will you serve a full four-year term if you're re-elected governor of Florida? Governor DeSantis and Charlie Chris going toe-to-toe in their one and only debate. He was in hiding out in Puerto Rico. He wasn't helping his community here. And then when he got back, what did he do? With supporters of uh, both men who were interrupting each other with cheers and jeers throughout the uh, 60-minute affair. You heard it live on WOKV. And our political analyst, Sean Frieder, who is part of our election coverage this season, uh, was watching along, listening along as well. Uh, Obviously, with uh, Ron DeSantis, the incumbent governor in a state uh, of Florida, which has uh, gone red in recent years, though closely, uh, it would appear that he had the most to lose and Charlie Crist had the most to win and gain as a result of yesterday. So did either move the needle at all, do you think? That's right. Uh, you know, DeSantis has been up by, you know, seven to nine points in, in recent polling. So this was definitely a debate where, you know, Chris was going to have to make a, a, a major move. DeSantis was going to have to lose ground in, other, in order for something serious and the um, back and forth between them to change. And I don't really think that that happened last night. You know, most debates are kind of in an area of performance uh, where, you know, supporters of each side could probably convince themselves that their own person won. Um, they traded barbs back and forth on most issues. Um, but as you say, uh, you know, this was a, a, a debate where DeSantis had a lot to lose. Potentially, Chris had a lot to gain, and that needed to happen for Chris in order to make up that ground. And I don't think that we saw that. I think that, you know, we're going to see, uh, you know, the headlines coming out that, you know, there, there's back and forth between them, but not a clear winner necessarily. And and that is not what Chris needed. Sean, as we see two weeks uh, before Election Day, early voting is already underway. Many have voted by mail as well. So who is the audience and is it dwindling right now for both of these individuals? Yeah, I mean, between you know, the, the, the lack of people who, you know, have, have still yet to make up their mind, you know, there's still, you know, about 10 to 15 percent of the electorate in any given election that in the last two weeks or so in the election, that's when they're finally making up their mind. So most voters have already made up their mind, which is one problem that Chris might be running into here. You know, the other problem is that it's, it's a very large gap to make up. So, you know, to make up seven to nine point gap in the last couple weeks of an election, especially when early voting has already started, this is kind of the last big event for him. So this is one that really needed to make a splash. And, you know, you could see what the strategy Chris was using. He's trying to uh, talk about abortion, trying to talk about uh, DeSantis's length in his second term of governor if he runs for president in 2024. Um, so those were the, the points he wanted to hit on. He hit on them. Don't think it was enough to really change the race outcomes. Were those driven to try to get turnout higher for Chris? He also uh, jabbed multiple times over at the meanness, if you will, of the governor's administration administration overall. You know, the strategy there, I think, it could potentially work to increase the base enthusiasm. It could potentially work uh, with some swing voters that haven't made up their minds. But, you know, you definitely see in some of the numbers we're seeing out of polling, there is an enthusiasm gap amongst Chris supporters versus DeSantis supporters. Uh, Chris supporters are a lot closer to neutral about him in a lot of ways. DeSantis supporters on the right are, are particularly enthusiastic. So there is, in addition to you know getting this, the moderate swing voter, there is closing that enthusiasm gap. And I'm not necessarily sure that that 
that happened either last night. You also have DeSantis, who has a record to run on and multiple times over talked about opening up Florida's economy and the moves in education and so much more about parental choice. Uh, With that record to run on, does that work to shore up his base ultimately and drive that turnout higher for the DeSantis campaign? Yeah, Chris' uh, move was to talk a lot about abortion, was to talk about DeSantis potentially running in 2024. DeSantis' move was definitely focused on his accomplishments, focused on the economy, and sort of paint Chris as being the same as Biden, which is a you know common political technique. So, you know, all DeSantis really had to do on that is play defense. You know, he's able to talk about, you know, the recent uh, hurricane, which uh, probably only helps incumbents unless there's some really clear problem uh, with, with how they handled the, uh, the disaster. So, um, you know, barring that, DeSantis on defense, he has a record to run on. As long as he's not obviously and clearly losing massive ground in the debate, you know, it's not hurting him. Early voting underway in Duval County. Tomorrow is when early voting begins in St. John's and Nassau County. Vote by mail continues. An overall turnout is expected in Jacksonville at least to be anywhere between 60 and 62 percent. WOKV political analyst Sean Frieder with the University of North Florida. As always, thanks. And we'll hear from you over the coming weeks ahead of Election Day, November 8th.